0: Last time on Force, the squad reviewed Ryan Coogler's Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, RIP Chadwick. They talked about the low performance of Phase 4 and the hopes for Phase 5 and 6, but that was last time. See what's happening now, today on Force. Welcome to Force, the show where pop culture rules all. I'm your host, Kat.
1: With me today is the awesome and amazing G-Squad of Ray, Marlon, and Amy. Welcome back, you guys, to a brand new episode. This is probably our last episode of 2022 because we have a holiday break. It's here. But we'll see. But I, <laughs> it's, it's getting close, and I want to uh, cherish these moments before we jump into 2023, which is literally mm. in a few weeks. How y'all feel about that?
0: I mean, mm. a moment like this, I mean, people wait a lifetime.
1: Stop,
2: stop. 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 <laughs> rude. Rude. Why you got to start the new yeah, year off like grid? So rude.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, I'm going to marry your daughter anyway, but no. I mean, why you got to. So- <laughs> <laughs> Ray came to
2: play. <laughs> Ray came to play.
0: <laughs> but,
2: excuse he uh, he yeah. me, he's ready.
0: We're right. doing great, Kat. We're doing great.
2: Awesome. I am that everyone's
1: hydrated, which is amazing. Um, today, we're going to dive into some, we're going to be hopping around today. Not our standard smoothness of a ride. It's kind of here and there. Um, I do want to jump in uh, to Netflix because Netflix has been, for the month of December, Is there's a lot happening, but this for up. this bit, I really want to talk about. Uh, Guillermo del Toro, you know, he's been putting out a lot of great stuff this year. Especially on Netflix. We talked about uh,
2: Cabinet, cabinet curiosities. curiosities.
1: But he also made a Pinocchio movie, which I think this is the third Pinocchio thing that came out this year. So there was another one that came out, but I don't know if this is the third. I think it's the second, but second? don't okay. quote me on it. Yeah, so, but I don't know if anyone watched the other one, the one that has Tom Hanks and it was a Disney Well, Oh, one. I did.
2: And you
0: survived. Not. Oh, it's was terrible. I okay. I'm
2: saying because... <laughs> you did a whole career, show on it. You survived. Yeah, no. <laughs> okay, okay.
0: I, I do recall doing uh, an episode on the only saving grace of that entire movie was... Um, oh, my God. What's his face's his name? Uh, the singer, uh, Luke Evans, I think is, is it? No, is oh, it... Oh, right.
2: Luke, yes, yes, yes. He Luke was Evans, the best he, part he did say that.
0: about that Pinocchio film because he sings a very, like... Just hilarious song about breaking the rules, and he just is on ten yeah, in indeed. terms of of his like like I'm a villain, I'm an over the top villain. Also, I have two Balrog pets. We're gonna capture Pinocchio. It was great. It's, it it went left and it stayed left in the uh, in the finale, and I love that about it.
1: <laughs> Interesting. Well, that was. That was a mistake. So now we're going to have the real one that came out, which was Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. It came out uh, this past week on Netflix. Uh, this movie has in theaters been hyped first. Up. Oh yeah, that's great. It came out in theaters for like about a week, and mm-hmm. then Netflix released it last week. And this was one of the Netflix's highlighted things of the year. Like they've been talking about this since springtime. Um, mm-hmm. And if you're a fan of Guillermo del Toro, you know, like he really loves playing with uh dark fantasy with a lot of social commentary so knowing that Mm -hmm. original Pinocchio story dealt with you know a puppet becoming a real boy and lost and spirits and all that he took it there um I will say if you I I guess for listeners out there if you enjoy Pan's Labyrinth I feel like if
2: you like pan's labyrinth hold up hold up hold up there's hold up hold
0: up <laughs> very strong similarity between pan's labyrinth in this film I yeah, will say pan's labyrinth I will, I will and back james and
1: the giant peach together so w- that's, that's this movie I will also say huh. if you
0: saw pan's labyrinth and there's a whole like war theme in the background you'd be, you'd be surprised that this film also takes a note from that as well I had a co-worker who went to the movie theater to go see a film with her kids, and they Mm -hmm. picked this film, and she prompted her kids to the restroom because she realized that this was not a Disney Pinocchio and instead was a whole other film and had to tell her kids in the restroom the themes that were being talked about in this movie because if you don't come in prepared, it's going to catch you off guard. It's heavy. It's pretty heavy. It's Nazis. It's Nazis (laughs) even
2: I know, that's that's my favorite movie of all time so i'm like when you when you compare it to i'm like what do you mean like is it like the theme the the same level or is it like Mm -hmm. um there are certain themes it
0: doesn't go as dark as it does try to keep it Mm -hmm. it it, it keeps it within the pg realm but it does play with i think themes of like mortality (laughs) that are very real to kind of like fully dissect and also kind of talks about uh letting go and grief and like the ways and forms grief is like utilized to either give us motivation or to absolutely just make our life come to a grinding halt. Um It does dive into those things a bit. Yeah.
1: It, it definitely yeah. um like, yeah, I would say as uh, you know, if you're a parent or a guardian of children, I would watch this by myself first before deciding for kids to watch because yeah, it is a children's story it is PG. I think PG PG 13. But as I watched it as a full-ass adult, I was like, there are things that got dark and then it got darker. And then it and then it got there were really sad parts. Like there were really sad parts that mm-hmm. as an adult, I'm like, "Oh my gosh, like I would be freaked out as a child." So, I would definitely check into that, but as as an adult, I enjoyed it. Um, this story was very close to the original Pinocchio, like the book Pinocchio. Um, as for me, like I never liked Pinocchio. I did not like the story of Pinocchio growing up. I did not like the Disney uh, movie. I, I just, it wasn't, it didn't catch my attention. I mm. will say this movie is for me is my favorite. It's my favorite way of telling the story because mm. it's more than, you know, the puppet that wanted to be a boy. It has so many layered themes and so many very deep emotions in every scene. There's mm. cute songs, very the acting, the voice acting was perfect.
3: Cute I mean if it just you it had s-
1: everything. Yeah, I
0: really and, like uh, it. And if you want to see Kate Blanchett voice a monkey, definitely check it out because that <laughs> yes. movie for a loop that Kate Blanchett plays Ooh, this monkey and it just has like it just makes monkey noises and talks maybe like two times, but it's Kate Blanchett at all. <laughs> And it's just the most hilarious thing I found out was that she's just Force. pulling an Andy Circus and just voicing a monkey. Yeah. Uh, it's so intense. But also, I, I agree. I think what I love about this film is that it so clearly deviates from the Pinocchios that we've seen in the past. I think when I reviewed the first Pinocchio, uh, the Tom Hanks version, my biggest gripe was that they took no other creative licenses with this film other than mm-hmm. making, um, like, the Blue Fairy an amazing. Uh, singer and they dropped in keegan as one of the wolves but they didn't really deviate from the story we've been told since the 70s when this movie like i think came out or whatever the 50s and so to see a film that says you know we're gonna go and talk about something else i loved it and we also had a chance to actively see hey how would normal people react when there is a, a widower who lost their son, and all of a sudden, a random wooden boy shows up. Instead of the whole time being like, oh, hey, come to school. It's like, who the hell is this? <laughs> what did you do, Geppetto? Oh my, oh my god, you're a monster. You I'm like, yes, that makes more sense than the movies are like, oh, hey, little boy, you gotta come to school, kiddo. Right. No, that's a walking doll that yeah. you know for a fact shouldn't be alive. Everyone's like, that's demon shit, like yeah. Geppetto. <laughs> you are a member of this community, but you did some dark stuff because you are into some, like, this is not okay. (laughs) So I love... demon shit. Yeah, Yeah. literally everyone's like, oh my God, no. Like, absolutely no. That thing looks terrible. Like, ew. I love that. I love it was realistic. I also love that it talked about the surrounding world that Ge- that Geppetto is in and like how that world affects who he is and how, again, we also dive into the topic of like war changes people. Mm-hmm. And we fir- we get a chance to firsthand see almost like a, a Jojo rabbit. Portion of the film where it's just like, great, we're going to fascism camp with the kids. And here's little Pinocchio, learn to be fascist. Put up your, put up your high up, Pinocchio, because you got to put on these little, it it goes there. Uh, But yeah, yeah, I love how they gave us something new. And even when you think the film is over, it keeps going to really drive home a delivery of like, hey, mortality is real. And this story Definitely ended, but Pinocchio is immortal. So here's how this was going to play out further down the line. What's he going to do? We don't know, but he's out there somewhere.
1: He out there in the streets.
0: Is he going to die? Sure, one day. We don't know when that is, but here we go. Skip it off into the sunset. Oh, my gosh.
1: Um, another thing that I really liked was the... The relationship of sons and fathers, especially mm. in this, because you get so many different types of examples um, from Geppetto himself mm-hmm. um, and then seeing how others treat like uh, their kids and or even as far as like, you know, Historian countries kids. like the country's the fatherland, you know, this is Italy mm. and how its citizens should be treating each other to prepare. Like it's it gets so deep and mm-hmm. it really it really was an eye opener where you see even like parental choices in front of me and I'm like you know how people talk about being a gentle parent and stuff and or being like the strict parent you see that and you see Geppetto make these decisions because Pinocchio comes out just zero to 100 like he's, he's a, just like he's a badass kid he's, he I'm gonna like, say it he's a that, Book Harold and the horrible whatever purple crayon, he's like that kid. Like he just fucked shit that up, up. that Kid. What is this? You know, he's not as bad as Caillou, but he's Harold bad, you know? He's oh, just he like, is.
0: <laughs> he is like Caillou. He's just he the little a little one Caillou, Caillou but running but around the tablet.
1: But he has the destructiveness of Harold from the book. And that's, that's why I was like, Pinocchio, I'm sorry, he he, he need he need a good timeout, or he just needs a good old uh you gonna you be sitting over here for a hot minute you know i i, I was watching and i was like if Pinocchio had grown up in a black household he would have been he would have understood the world in 10 minutes <laughs> whoever was watching him he would have gotten everything right he's fucking around. He around right he literally was fucking around and fighting out every two minutes to the point where i wanted to be like pinocchio you need to stop you need your little ass to sit down like to put up he, he it he say say so gently like, sit down i was like nah you need to be like sit your ass down like you, you find yourself yelling at the screen because he, 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 he didn't doing have the teacher voice
0: he didn't have his much. teacher voice yet you know
1: he did not have his teacher voice um <laughs> and <laughs> i feel bad for Pinocchio because there are times where he was being himself but people were taking advantage of that and that's why he went on a crazy journey Because people saw him as something for them to, you know, get rich off of or be successful and victorious at when he's just like, I like the attention, I like getting things. And then he's actually on his own journey to understand, like, this Mm -hmm. isn't right. And he kind of comes up, because I know, like, so uh, the cricket, his name is not Jimmy Cricket, it's Sebastian,
0: and it's voiced by Ian McGregor. It's Sebastian J. Cricket, and the J, J. stands J. for right. Jiminy. That's but true. But he gives his full government name now. <laughs>
1: his full government name. But Ian <laughs> McGregor does the voice, which was, per- oh, was perfect. As- and
0: he's like you, Eaming. He's a writer who's like trying to like get <laughs> in the perfect writing zone of like, all right, here I go. I'm going to do it today. Today I'm going to write a <laughs> novel. And then the tree he's in gets, <laughs> he's like, oh, God damn that was all You know
2: what? He might have been. I don't think that's that. He might have been a Capricorn because he had Capricorn
1: energy. He was very uh, hardworking. But then Mm -hmm. at the same time, he needed to realize, like, you need to focus beyond your own thing Mm -hmm. and help Pinocchio. Because, like, his job was to be, you know, his conscience. And he didn't do that fully. So that allowed Pinocchio to actually come up with his own wisdom where he made so many mm. mistakes where he was in you know against the law and he's like okay I'm learning and I don't like this I'm gonna make my own decision and I think that's a great uh, way of showing a, a, a little boy to like learn and I just want to shout out to whoever the, whoever did the voice of Pinocchio he's an amazing little singing voice he was hitting the notes and I was like whoever's a- doing the voice of Pinocchio bless that child. <laughs>
0: Yeah, who's the singing voice of Pinocchio? I know yeah, that's like was... I know that the the is a kid named Gregory Mann is the voice of him. I just don't know if he's the same singer. You know, as, as some movies do like, right, great, right. this is the voice of this is the singing voice of. Right. Yeah, I'll I'll see if I can find that out. But yeah.
1: He was singing his little heart out and he was so adorable. Like Pinocchio was adorable when he was just doing his little thing, but the rest of the time, like if he don't sit his ass down, if he don't, if he, if he don't stop walking everywhere, if he don't stop, just like it was too much. Like knowing how we're very similar, mean, with our watching anxiety, he was giving anxiety, and I was just like this kid. Like I, I wanted to yell at him because I care about him, but I was just like, just sit your ass down. Like, oh. but yeah. he's adorable. I love he's him, adorable. and I like that they didn't make him very human like the disney version mm. makes him very human he mm. is literally a boy made like he is a wooden boy like he is made out of twigs like
2: you know he has no like sense of self in a sense because like i'm not really you know right I, i'm not a person so well I, it's like, he says he is a person but then oh. look at him and you're like
1: boy you have a whole ass hole in your heart <laughs> Because that's what the cricket be hot. like the cricket lives in there. Literally uh, he lives in there. It's you know, trees have holes. So he's uh, literally like walking piece of pieces of wood, you know? Uh, and uh, I like that they kept that in there because it's like he's so super stands out, but he acts like a human child. it's yeah, and I like it. And um I will say and this is why I say like as if, as if you have a child, I would definitely watch it because it definitely shows things of war. And I I feel like if you had a little kid watch this movie and you know they do the salute, you know, the fastest salute. And I, I would I would not take a child because your child will probably be trying to mimic them and that would be all bad. So again, <laughs> I would be careful if you're having I would not show this to little kids. I would Kids who have some sense, like older whatever, don't be copying what you see because that's what bad people and they be doing things with their hands and saying things and showing images that are bad. So I'm just like, little kids, don't be don't be copying any of that. That's bad stuff. Because <laughs> Pinocchio doesn't care. He's all in it and you know he he's just singing and dancing with it. And then he realizes, oh, this is bad. War is bad. It's like, yeah, Pinocchio, that's pretty fucking bad. As he sees in front of himself. and when I say it's bad, this movie does not shy away to show death. Like people die on screen, and they die horrible deaths. Like they don't, they don't sugarcoat it. They'll like cut off like a frame too late, so you do see like people smacking their body against like falling off a cliff and smacking, and it'll cut off real quick. But you see that shit, and I'm like, that's the Del Toro part of this of the of, of the movie. Like it, it, it gets dark like that. Hmm. So
0: yeah and also if you want to see uh spongebob be mussolini <clears throat> the tom kenny plays mussolini in this film so you should just definitely give it a watch it's uh, that's it's, true it's 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 so it's a, it's, a, it's a wild film it's a truly wild <laughs> film uh, it's
3: true. and
0: it's yeah true. and if you and, and if you're hearing us kind of describe things you weren't to yourself but where's the del toroism yeah it has violence but like what else? There are magical creatures, and they do have a bunch of eyes that they don't actually need, but they are there. Um, so you will still have your creatures that have eyes all over their bodies and weird mm-hmm. places, just to kind of creep you out a bit. Uh, but it, it was honestly a fun film to watch, and it's already getting more hype than the other Pinocchio by Disney that they put out. I mean, it, it, it was able to do something different with uh, an IP that honestly deserved a fresh like retake. You know, I lo- they didn't do. The full painting, his face, like, great. No, he's just a full wooden puppet. Like, he's yeah. supposed to be a wooden boy. He's supposed to get a crossbreed. He's going to look like that. Um, we dive more into the grief of Geppetto. I think in the other films, we see Geppetto maybe sad for a few moments, but then he has the puppet, and he's like, cool now. But yeah. in this film, you get to see, oh, cool, just because I have this puppet, it doesn't fill that void. I'm still Mm -hmm. sad. Like, I still lost something. So you get a chance to see him kind of, like, navigate of like, you're not my child. Like, you're an inanimate object that was brought to life. Like, I don't understand why you're in factory with me. Like, you're not alive. You get a chance to kind of have him grapple with Love and grapple with Mm -hmm. grief and how it affects other people. They also have grief back and forth. And so this film is a much more mature version of Pinocchio, but I think it delivers a lot to both audiences. It hits like a very great level of like space for kids to interpret what's going on, but also space for adults to step in and kind of describe Mm -hmm. the themes on screen. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, and honestly, uh, Gilma del Toro once again is out here just slaying expectations and also showing disney how it's done here's like that i think is the important like pinocchio was a part of like disney's like oh like oh here's a, like our, like we we did a great film and they've been messing it up since by trying to say too you know too limited to the story
3: mm-hmm. and
0: there's something like, great like i took the general Premise of said story, and I pulled out two hours of en- of enjoyment as opposed to like what the almost an hour and fifty minutes of Tom Hanks trying to sell you on this CGI puppet boy. Um, it just it just wasn't wasn't worth it to watch the Disney version. This version, I would say, wins it for the year if we're trying to compare mm-hmm. it. So it yeah.
1: definitely does win it for the year. Um, it's the most watched movie on Netflix currently right now. Um, I kind of. Want to see Del Toro do more of this stuff? I know he's he does he's doing a lot of projects, but if he feels so inclined to just remake, you know, fairy tales or Disney movies like Disney fairy tale movies, I think he should try if he wants to. Like, I can only imagine what his version of a Cinderella story will look like, his version of a Sleeping Beauty will look like. Like, dark.
3: Whoa! Well, if would, you I would
1: know, I would be excited.
0: Well, if you want to know, Disney is picking him up for one of their projects. Oh? He's writing or is getting a writing credit for Haunted Mansion 2023. Let me give you the lineup because it is bananas. (laughs) Jamie Lee Curtis, Winona Ryder, Jared Leto. What? Johnny DeVito, Rosario Dawson. What? Owen Wilson. Lakeith Stanfield.
3: Not Lakeith.
0: Tiffany Haddish. Tiffany. <laughs> Hold your hats. Hassan Minaj. Minhaj on there. On there. That's <laughs> so that's baby. just the starting lineup. There's a few of them. starting
2: lineup? How the hell <laughs> There's people. more. This is animated.
0: Uh, no, it looks like it's going to be live action, is what I'm seeing here. That uh, cost more money. But it's Disney, and they have money to burn Literally, a, a single mom named Gabby hires a tour guide, a psychic, a priest, and a historian to help her exercise the newly bought mansion. So she's literally doing like Clue, but mm-hmm. the Disney version. I need a tour guide, who's, who's the a psychic. Or, uh the lead. Oof, Jamie Lee Curtis has top billing, but let me. But the lead is Rosario Dawson, who's playing the lead character Gabby. Interesting.
1: Okay. Oh my gosh.
0: 2023
1: i have no words
0: i'm wondering if they're gonna push it back to october uh maybe but yeah this is it's not gonna
1: be disney's thing like how we had hocus pocus 2 this year that's gonna be the big thing for next year around that same time
0: i mean they've done haunted mansion a few times i I, 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 don't know i know they did it with eddie murphy and I know they also did it with Marlon Wayans as well. Yes. So this is going to be their third iteration uh, of uh, haunted match. Oh no, I'm sorry. They also did it with the Muppets as well. So this they is going did. to be the fourth oh, time. Right. <laughs> and fourth time's time Right.
1: Only <laughs> the burn got a furnace. Damn Disney. Mm-hmm. Um, that is very fascinating. I don't. I have no words. I'm just gonna shut up and watch because I'm like I don't know how this is going to play out I'm just going to wait for the trailer and then decide there but uh, yeah um, yep yeah, that's Pinocchio definitely check it out it's on Netflix now so just go on there click it watch it enjoy it love it especially I guess watch in you the holidays.
0: It, it, if you don't want to watch it, Christmas
1: you. stuff you got Del Toro so that's that um, moving right. on so we kind of talked about this for the past few episodes Game the game awards uh, premiered a few days ago. Um, mm-hmm. we had talked about what was nominated about a month ago. Um, we kind of were choosing on the choices, looking at the choices, predicting the winners. Um, uh, my question to y'all is, were y'all surprised in seeing what happened or who was announced as the winners?
0: I mean, no, What's I think we on? all <laughs> knew that. I mean. It, I think it was definitely known that Game of the Year was going to be uh, an Elden Ring game. I, th- yeah. I think we we, it was, we like we knew that it, it had it. It did a lot. It reinvigorated genre. It took like
1: it broke people. It broke people.
0: Yeah. I think it also challenged the premise that you know, oh, people aren't really into single player games anymore or whatever. Uh, or whatever. It's, it was it was really out there to kind of prove a point, and it did. It did in a big way. And I mean, we still see Elden Ring content. Uh, on social media and of course we can't help but forget about the uh, icon known as let me solo her uh, guy who just wore a chamber pot and uh, a loincloth and just fought the hardest bosses for people who just kind of camp out I'm like great do you want me to come, do i to come to come like help you fight this final boss cool I'm going to go there. you just stand in the corner and don't do anything while I fight this boss for yeah. you and then you get the credit for it so
1: that happened yeah, a lot, I'm surprised. <laughs> that happened a lot. Um, yeah uh, I didn't get a chance to watch the show, but after you know it was over, I definitely was like, I expect Elden Ring to win, uh, because it it broke people. And I definitely expected uh Ragnarok to win this narrative because even though it by the time this this game show was or this award show was announced or it was premiering, it had only been out for less than a month. Like Ragnarok has been out for less than a month and it won this narrative because I only heard amazing things in the writing of um, that story and everything. Um, and as you know, you know, shout out to Final Fantasy 14 because I knew they were going to win. Because duh, they're going to win Best ongoing Game and Best Community because that's what I we. I knew
0: did. she was going to say that. <laughs> I
1: had to. I mean, I had to. Um, any other uh, games that you guys were excited for or even surprised by? It was
4: the um, Mario Rabbit Sparks of Hope won Best Strategy Game. I was a little surprised by that one. Interesting. Not that I, because I love the franchise, I just didn't yeah. expect it to win Best Strategy Game. I, I, I just, I don't know what else came out in that genre either this year. So I see it.
1: it yeah. Um, uh,
4: but it did that. There was uh, interesting. Um, we were laughing at a. Uh, as they were doing the pre-show and they were doing some of those some of those quick awards during the pre-show, we were laughing because mm-hmm. best mobile game went to Marvel Snap. And oh my god! Right yes. after that, they did best fighting game, and Multiverses won best fighting game. So we were mm-hmm. like, well, "What is what is Marvel and DC out here just like <laughs> buying up the space in this in this thing?" Uh, I don't know if uh, either of those are accurate, but. Uh, uh, with the rest of the fighting games on that list, one of them, so for some reason, they had Sifu on there.
1: Yeah, Sifu's on there.
3: <laughs> I was
4: like, no, that's not a... Mm-hmm. Y'all know the, what fighting games are. That's not a fighting game. Why I is this hope. on this list? This is... It, but then I saw Sifu on best action game also. So I was like, okay, yeah, that's the proper place for it to go. Mm-hmm. Why did y'all have it on the fighting game list? Did you just need a fifth game? Like, I... I don't get it. Um, Struggle. The, uh, the category of best adaptation is brand new. We were kind of talking about that, I think, uh, at one point. Um, they had Uncharted, the movie on there. Mm-hmm. They had the Sonic movie. They had. Uh, Cuphead. The Cuphead show. Um, mm-hmm. They had. Cyberpunk dang, Edge what? Runners. Cyberpunk Edge Runners. And then the okay. winner was the one that uh, yeah i was like arcane there's no way arcane doesn't win this Uh, um it is easily the best thing on there uh Mm -hmm. i think a lot of people said a lot of good things about edge runners i hadn't seen it but um i still was like there's no way arcane loses this Mm -hmm. and it didn't
3: Mm -hmm. oh yeah
0: no i mean cyberpunk definitely helped like people get back into cyberpunk but uh, that that was you know already that's that's all it could have done as far arcane changed a
4: lot of things yeah that's true that leads me to my other point here, which was basically the rest of the night was just what the Game Awards is really about, unfortunately, but also mm-hmm. fortunately, which is trailers, because yep. that's all I was. I mean, like you sit there, and that's What's coming it's up? actually. I realized the Game Awards is the one thing that I, you can watch at least in my camp of the world, where there's I like I don't I don't get up. Like it's hard to get up for three hours to move away from the screen Mm because all the, all the breaks are trailers and then I kind of want to see when the awards are coming out. So like, when do I get to go to the restroom? When do I get to make something (coughs) at the stove for 15 minutes? Like it just doesn't happen. Mm and so, yeah, they cyberpunk showed off Odysseba uh, uh, yes. as being a new character in in whatever new expansion is coming out. Um, mm-hmm. Supergiant announced Hades two, which I was excited about. Yeah, uh, gonna 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 put on the docket that I'm a little skeptical at them making a sequel, because um, that is mm-hmm. something that's brand new for them as a franchise. Uh, mm. And uh but you know, that doesn't mean that there can't be new stuff in the world of Hades. And I mean oh, very honestly, I'm not I'm also as a fan of Hades not gonna say no to more Hades, but um, <laughs> it's just hey. interesting it's just interesting watching when somebody finally says, All right, we're gonna do a sequel now, as opposed to like just putting out new IPs. So yeah. um, right. the uh, any other games that was really big that y'all want yes. to shout out trailers? Jedi Survivor.
1: 16? Sorry. <laughs> <You know>.
4: Well, <laughs> but that sounds like you've gotten over Yoshi P being uh, unintentionally racist. Uh, if well, you're excited okay. about Black
0: people 16. can't live
4: in those worlds, you know. He can't
1: live. They can't this- live in the. In I guess in this game, but. We'll see, I guess, if in a DLC because DLC, people,
0: Wakanda package.
1: Right. The Wakanda <laughs> package where the Moors arrive or something. Um a big old airship. Right. But with that aside, this trailer Playing Swaxer, it, it, sh- it, it shook crazy. me. crazy. It was literally like he did mention was Game of Thrones was a big inspiration, and you definitely see it. So it's like Game of Thrones with the mm. top primals of Final Fantasy. Like in the trailer, there's acting with characters, people crying, people portraying each other, and then they just turn into the primals. And I, I got hyped. Like I'm, we got a date. It's going to be in June, June twenty third. I already
0: know what I'm going to be doing um, for the summer. Like, bye, y'all. <laughs> yeah, you know, there's that going on. And then, you know, we, we, we love A Final Fantasy for Kat. You know, it's perfect for her. Uh, you rock that out. You do that thing. You you get that lance armor. Uh, <laughs> I was stoked to see that our boy, uh, <laughs> our boy, our boy Cal is back with that... With that Struggle beard and that like super bags under his eyes because we're back at it for Jedi Survivor. We're doing it again, folks. It's a we're coming back after Jedi Fallen Order. And honestly, I, I'm excited. This game apparently takes place five years after Fallen Order. Uh, so yo, I had an amazing time with the first one and I'm excited what this means for the lore. Uh, because again, mm-hmm. we you know, we I'm hoping we don't get any more of this like original. A rich tridge fodder of like, oh, look, it's Darth Vader. Like, let's just, you know, I, I know it exists in the world, but like, I loved uh, just like the rich world that like we got to see through Cal Testus and like him going to see other places, the missions to different planets, um, the lore of the Jedi's. Uh, I'm excited to see what they're going to do with it. But yeah, that honestly for me was one of my highlights, seeing with they're bringing that back, and I'm stoked.
1: <sighs> and then, uh, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild 2, right? Or was it? that wild? They didn't
4: show anything from that game, but it won most anticipated game. Yeah,
1: mm. it won most anticipated game, which to me uh, makes sense.
4: One, one game that we didn't see anything about this, but uh, it makes me it makes me feel like it's not coming out next year. But um, is uh, I would I keep forgetting about Spider Man Two. Um, mm. Oh, and like that's supposed to come out next year it's oh, on it's on it? the tba huh? tbd 2013 they didn't put a trailer out that's so weird
3: maybe they didn't put a
4: trailer out it wasn't it wasn't on the game awards most anticipated games nominations either which is a little surprising that mm. makes me feel like it's gonna get pushed pushback. back
1: pushed back in no. yeah. the second half of the year like we will have to pay attention the, to like state of play or something
4: the other thing that uh I feel mm. like it's going to end up getting pushed back. Is uh are are we supposed to get the next Final Fantasy 7 game next year?
1: Yeah, so for Square Enix, they mentioned, you know, on top of Final Fantasy 16, they are supposed to do Final Fantasy 7 remake part 2 and Kingdom Hearts 4 are also on, is also on the docket as well. Yep. Yeah.
4: That's got to be 2024 there, but
1: so, Yeah, um, both of them are I like, feel like yeah.
4: I feel like seven is going to end up being twenty twenty four also because I mm. it's hard for me to believe that Square Enix is going to put out two giant games in the same year. Uh, That's ambitious. Well,
1: that and then in twenty twenty four, then Final Fantasy fourteen's next giant expansion will come out. So regardless of what they're going to do, they have some pretty giant games coming out as far as like giant games in a big series, and it was hinted that. Uh, remake would come out in like December 2023, kind of like how Crisis Core is coming out this week, um, mm-hmm. to kind of be like a year apart. But we don't know. We just have to stay tuned for all the little, little uh, announcements.
4: Mm-hmm. True. Well, that's the other thing I wanted to say. It was uh, they were talking this uh, best adaptation uh, category. We also got some more Super Mario movie
3: uh, mm. uh, footage. <laughs> <and game laughs> um,
4: I was laughing because it was like they picked like the 30 seconds with like the least amount of dialogue in it. They did.
3: Uh,
4: <laughs> it, was, it was like no talking except some toad <laughs> background. King and Michael Key doing doing his best Yo, work. No. Um, carrying that I scene. heard Chris Pratt. <laughs> i heard chris peck kind of say a sound but i didn't feel like he said maybe one word in that 30 seconds um, and it was basically background music in mario games was that whole <laughs> clip. and i was like i mean yeah mario's got good music i, I wasn't worried about that part of this movie nintendo um, so <laughs> oof, the damage control is real there. right now <laughs> I don't know what to say there. Uh, the other thing I think I want to shout out that they announced there was uh, the Bioshock creators have a new game that they announced that looked like it was probably in the Bioshock universe. Uh, it was looking really beautiful, too. Um, and they uh, do. What was the other thing that I was just looking at? Because uh, I just looked oh, at I lost ghost it. Ghost oh, story.
0: No, it's gone. Ghost story ghost story games led by oh no sorry that was led by bioshock creator never mind yeah oh that's what time. i wanted to say
4: Street fighter 6 still looks like it's gonna be one of the best fighting games put out in a long time uh they that trailer just looks nice they announce some new characters the characters look mm. cool that game looks beautiful the story mode for that game looks like it's just gonna have mm. so much content in it that People are going to be playing that game for hours and hours just running around with their friends in this beat em up world that they've put <sighs> together. So,
1: yeah.
4: Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, speaking of Street Fighter, Tekken 8 also had a trailer, yes, and, true. and I that is my fighting uh franchise, like a favorite fighting franchise. They're actually taking it back to Tekken 2, so Ooh, a lot, really? yeah, exactly. Why I
2: How? don't know,
1: I guess, I guess, <laughs> I guess <laughs> because. I feel like since the Netflix anime that came out, which kind of ah. basically shows Tekken 3, I think mm. they had that in mind, like put the anime out, now we're gonna pick out Tekken 8, because they are, they did a frame-by-frame frame type uh, introdu- introduction of the characters. So like, you see like, Kazuya, you see Jin, you see June, um, you see Paul Phoenix. Paul Phoenix was completely different. He does not have his hair straight up, it's all down. Um, you see martial no. Law, he is but mm-hmm. like, he is swole. Uh, back? He yeah. interesting. Yeah. It
0: looks like he's I don't know what they did to law, but law looks like, like he's it. like juicing. Like he used to Just be like juicing. a like a like a like a <laughs> yes. He used to have like a very like like martial had, arts kind of like contained, but now he's like just yeah. ripped, hulking out. Just like,
1: oh. Yeah, and I'm like, no, and he's, he's supposed, more buff than before. He's super wide. Like it's like he, has he took veins everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it, it's weird. So I'm guessing it's still like of today because everyone's still like adult, but I don't know why, how, why June is back. She seems to have. I don't
2: know, but she looks amazing. I was very happy to see her. I just. Well, based on what I read on the wiki Wiki a little while ago, like there wasn't like it wasn't clear that she was dead. Like there was no like.
4: That's true. Died
2: moment. So she
4: fell.
1: The anime
2: made it seem like (laughs) we didn't
1: see a dead body. Yeah. And so, for me, you know, seeing the video game so many times, I'm like. We just were told she was dead. We didn't see a body either. So you're telling me after like 20-something years, this chick was alive and she could have really intervened. Cool. So 10,000 many... years, I'm free. <laughs> <laughs> that exactly. June that is that one that of the most I'm like, good. if you're really good at June, you can knock out everybody because her moves are just crazy. So I'm just looking forward to the cut scenes. I am looking forward to how... Tekken 8's going to stand out because I feel like it's just been stuck in this redundant wheel. So if Tekken 8's the one that breaks the chains and is like, nah, we, we take it back, but we're we've improved the fighting um, AI, then hey, I might jump back into it as well.
3: That's exciting. There you go. And
0: then Kat, if you want to trip back into some new stuff, you know, Among Us is now doing Hide and Seek. I heard that. Damn, so now you can play hide and seek on Among right? Us. Uh, I think they're just updating the regular game, and now it's like a hide and seek mode.
1: I heard there's a VR version because I that heard, does exist. I've heard that when kids play, you scare the crap out of them. Like I've seen a TikTok video of like I guess a parent and a kid playing it, and the kid like the dad's like I'm gonna get you. And the kid you just see the little body just running, and you just hear them scream bloody murder because. You know, the R is, like, all over your face. So I would never do
0: it, but it looks really fun. Um, it's also claustrophobic. Like, again, yeah. like, yeah. it takes place in a space shuttle, so yeah. the walls are, like, narrow. And so you're literally seeing someone just <laughs> chasing you down a hallway, which is, like, everyone's worst nightmare. Like, yes. confined space, a big-eyed creature just,
3: ah,
4: going to get you. You don't need a very, uh, you don't need a lot of graphics to make <laughs> a horror movie, clearly. Nope. <laughs> They'll get you.
0: <laughs> oh well, yeah. I will say what's interesting is that Elden Ring had seven nominations. They won four out of seven. Ooh. God of War had eight nominations. Uh, they they were nominated twice in one category. I think it was I think acting. But out of I mean, their eight n- nominations, they got six.
1: And this so game pulled- has only been out since November, you guys. So God it can't War even War. be like a yearly now. Nah, this is less than a month.
0: They were nominated more times, and they brought in more awards. Even if they didn't win the Game of the Year award, they definitely still put their stamp on. Like, yo, all we need honestly is a hot month, and we got y'all.
3: Uh,
0: and they did. did.
4: And and Ray, did you end know up finishing you. the game, Ray? I'm getting closer. I am oh! definitely close. But I'm not <gasps> done yet. Like I, said, I had oh, that two we weeks where I couldn't play, oh. and I. I've just had random days where I just haven't been able to turn it on since I've been back but I I am definitely close. I could tell you where I am and you probably can tell me that yeah story wise I'm almost done but it, I got to be Tell, tell there. tell me where you are. Something they have oh um a certain god that they have been contemplating about uh whether or not they, that god will stay alive or not stay alive uh has been has been killed and so I think that was the last big boss battle I did. Uh, I don't know if you you can get where I'm at from there, but. Oh, yeah. uh, You got like, I was kind of a jerk. You You got some time. You got some time. He's
1: not a jerk. Okay.
4: okay. Dang. Yeah. What's amazing is that I've I've only done some of the side content as I'm playing the main story stuff. And I'm like 35 hours in. And you said I still got some time. Like, this is. I can't say that it's a longer God of War game, but I feel like they have just added more content. And I um, I was one of the th- reasons why I was saying it makes sense that Elden Ring got game of the year over it is because Elden Ring just has so much content. Like there is so Yo. much stuff in that game. You can't. I'd, I'm a huge God of War fan and have not, not touched Elden Ring. And I think I completely respect that Elden Ring would deserves game of the year just because of how much work they put into that game mm-hmm. and how appraised it was and still mm-hmm. loved despite all of that content. Uh, but I am a little surprised how much content is in Ragnarok. I I can't wait to do Muselheim uh with all the like, with all the challenges that are probably there, I still clearly have some side stuff that I have skipped because I'm just like I kind of want to see how the story ends, and I know mm-hmm. I can go back to these these side quests once it's all said and done. Um, so, yeah, there's um, uh, the biggest question in my mind still is uh, is this a trilogy or not? And I suppose I will find out soon when I get uh, yeah. There's I don't want to know yet till I finish oh. it. So. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: so yeah again yeah, like zipped mouth. oh absolutely yeah I think like, like you were saying it's awesome there's definitely more content than there was in the last one um, and, yeah, and I think honestly this year had with with those two giants at the forefront uh, I was not surprised to see that even though Horizon Britain West was nominated they got nothing out of the game awards like they didn't I take mean, home a single which was like hey yeah. you have a
4: lot of good games that came out this year yeah. uh, and that's what happens honestly that's that's the horizon this had they had the same thing happen to them when the first game came out mm-hmm. was they I, and i just have a feeling this franchise unless they do something that blows that third game out of the third game up unless there's other games the other games that come out aren't like very good horizons are always going to be just like right under getting a bunch of awards like a, mm. a game that has been a, a lot of people have spent a lot of time on. Everyone respects it as a very strong game. The reviews for it are really good. But when it comes to award season, it's always going to be just barely put underneath. It's going to be second or third to a bunch of games that like, and it's, I don't, I don't know what that extra polish is. Is it even necessary? Does, does Horizon need to make all those awards? Like it? it's, I still love it. I still had a good time with it this year. Um, but just yeah, I mean, barely out of
0: there. I think so far Horizon has won one award, and that was best storytelling from like the Golden Joystick
3: Award. Yeah.
0: But good. even That's then, good. if you look at their wiki and like they have like a bunch of like pink nominated, and one seller just says one out of all of them they've been nominated. And I think like like Ray is absolutely right. Like they for some reason just have the unlucky nature of releasing their projects right when there are other games that are equally as or even greater like more fun to watch and it's just hasn't been going well for them uh i mean even yet yeah, like, yeah. like hey they're they'll their time will come eventually but for now they got to pick a better release date. i think like i mean i, I think they want to be released in time for the game awards it's like do we release like ragnarok like a month before and hope we do good to get mm-hmm. these do release mean,
4: earlier so i like it I don't think I don't think they worry about it I think they just come out and people will still say it's a good game because yeah, mm-hmm. then they just get their money
3: that's true Ching. that's true <laughs> there
1: you go you got that money they
0: got that money, money
1: yeah so that was the game of words looking forward to next year knowing that I feel like I feel like since 2020 when we kind of got we jumped more into triple A games and stuff especially during the pandemic Seeing the progress of how these games are literally getting better by each year, I am very much, I mean, personally, I'm very much looking forward to next year because of the Square games. But I wonder, like, I have no idea who would be nominated for next year's Game Awards and what game is going to win. And take it all i
3: mean
0: it's gonna be hard it's I gonna mean, be you very got. hard <laughs> i mean starfield is dropping finally after years starfield is on the most anticipated list uh people have been waiting for that to drop for a hell of a long time yeah legends of zelda is finally getting like their follow-up was, as
4: well that's what i'm about to say was, as, as long it. as zelda doesn't as long as zelda stays at the caliber that everyone mm-hmm. is expecting zelda stay at it's gonna it's gonna win six out of eight awards like god award did also probably absolutely and i think we're in
0: for uh a lackluster hogwarts legacy it it sounds like a fantastic game but the more i look at it and the more i read about it the more i'm like this sounds like an all right game it looks like i'm excited for it uh but (laughs) i'm getting more and more vibes like oh cool this is just like this is just a cool game like it's it it maybe it might win like for like great music because they have great soundtracks for Harry Potter but uh, (laughs) that's like that's as far as I can stretch it I'm excited I am loving that when I did see someone drop uh, what the black hairstyles looked like and I saw someone like be like whoever was on that team did an amazing job with like a taper fade on one (laughs) of the things and I was like y'all listened (laughs) y'all none of this afro business none of this random curly high top business like there are several fades that have like lines in them like actual like design i'm like y'all spoke to someone and you asked them the correct questions because that hairstyle looks dope and i'm only hoping you add more i just want to i want to see y'all do more but other than that i think yeah hogwarts probably is just going to be some you know how much that game for costs the on
2: PlayStation? $60 and $74 like special other
1: things. Hogwarts, Games Legacy. Hogwarts Legacy, which I thought was a mobile game for the longest. And I was like, oh, it's coming out on console. It's it was $60 or $74 its deluxe. That's the price. Peace.
0: No, thank that's you. Game price. It comes out February 10th, too. So there you go.
1: Well, there you go, Marlon. Happy birthday.
0: <laughs> Not at all. I'm going to wait. <laughs>
1: This Not is definitely home.
0: a game that I am 100% going to wait just going to hold off and wait. Wait, oh my god. Kat, you said it was $60. It's $70 standard.
2: Oh, there's, never mind. Two. there's and also, two versions. There's two. No, no.
0: I'm looking at the standard edition. It is 69.99. Oh. The deluxe edition is 79.99. Okay. Oh wait, yeah, games are games just, are going up to 70. I were we talking know. about that a couple years ago? We we were, were, we were. Back in
2: Back in the old days of it's course. seventy dollars
0: only for the PS5 and it's sixty for the PlayStation 4. I just
1: know well,
4: not my seventy dollars. Not my not seventy
1: my dollars. $70. <laughs> uh, I, I, I can't price. believe. I ordered Crisis Core,
0: which they completely God. redid, and it was cheaper than that. That's why I was
1: like, "Why is Hogwarts Legacy ah. so
2: freaking expensive?" Warner Brothers got some balls on them. Seventy dollars, because they, they know up. some people will do it. They you know, they know the
4: Potterheads will be right there, they ready, ready to go. I want
2: to go to Hogwarts, ready right? to
4: get sorted into their house oh, again. as they exactly. run around.
0: Again. You know what's great is I'm probably gonna use like my PlayStation Plus trial, give it a shot, and then I can let it disappear. I'm like, Great, I'm not missing anything.
3: Yeah. Or I could wait. wait,
0: or I can wait. wait four months when like the game inevitably dips and you're like, Cool, it's free now, we'll <laughs> take it.
2: You are like, It was 70 dollars. Oh, oh
4: oh, <laughs> last game thing that was big for for some of us here too. Baldur's Gate 3 finally got an announced.
3: That's right.
4: Yes, it's been beta for uh, a minute. So I can't wait till August because then I, long time. I, I. I forgot it's I still like have that in my up. Steam.
1: <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Dang. Well. Get
4: our, get my party ready. Come uh, August twenty twenty three. I guess. Ray, is- did Ray, did did we play that together? I'm trying to figure out. Like, I, I I know I played that game with someone. I think we did at, a little bit, but yeah, they've, yeah, like, they've they've, not they've not done a any. lot of patches. Okay. And every new patch, you just kind of have to reset. So mm. uh, I, at this point, I'm just kind of waiting for the game to drop. But um,
3: yeah,
0: nice. I mean, that game was beautiful. Uh, I definitely think I'm, i if I if it w- d- was to drop, I'd probably get on the PS5 to sell with the graphics more likely. But. Uh, the character creation, I know I spent an hour in there.
3: Just, yes, exactly. You know, so exactly. I, like, yeah.
0: I get to be I get to be so many things. I get to be uh, a cool dwarf, or I could be a drow, or I could be a half. this is just too many things to click it's on. Also I was like, oh, there's like more unlockable races. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna spend too much time in here, but I'm like all these things. This is gonna be all afternoon. And screenshot uh, each one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So yeah, thank you for reminding us. That's going to be exciting, and yeah, again, we'll see what happens next year. There's a lot coming out. Uh, a lot coming out. So um, it'll be exciting.
4: One of the other things we said we were going to talk about uh, pretty quickly here is uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, this movie came out earlier this year,
3: mm-hmm. uh, yeah. and now it's
4: on Netflix. Um, and uh, I uh, it stars Brad Pitt and Brian Tyree Henry and. A bunch of other random ass people, um, Truly called random ass people. Uh, random. Yeah, there was a lot of random cameos that just popped up in that movie. That was like, why are you here? Are you here? But, <laughs> um, we were to talk about what we thought, our thoughts. Uh, I tell uh, us, right? it's
1: called Bullet Train. The First viewers, <laughs> this was a quick, this was a quick, happy,
4: silly little movie about. Some guy who I you just kind of assume is a thief uh, of some sort, and he's on this train trying to steal something. And there's like three or four different storylines of people that are on this train for different regions reasons: some for greed, some for revenge, some for mm-hmm. uh, some for just pride, and they're all trying to get this case and there's this whole mystery of who has it and who's trying to get it and who's this person and it's just one of those silly like just trying to have a good time uh, not taking itself too seriously kind of movies that was just up my alley for just like something fun and lighthearted I see why the critics dumped on this movie Uh, I could I I get it but I also see why I think the audience score is incredibly high for this movie oh yes um it it was it was a fun time lots of silly little fight scenes brad pitt's character is like all about fate and and luck and so just like watching him accidentally stab someone (laughs) and then just react to it like oh shit i really wasn't trying to kill you like is really funny um brian tyree henry i'm so glad they gave him as much screen time as they did in this movie he, he got to have a lot of fun being just silly with his Thomas the Tank Engine philosophies <laughs> on, human, day, on the so. human pathological world. Is that in real life now? It's just to Thomas
1: yep. the
4: Tank Engine. <laughs> yep. Um, what else did I just want to highlight real quickly before I pass it off to y'all? I think just the absurdity of some of the some of the scenes were just like. What is going on here? But also, why am I thinking about this this hard? I think just because I watched it on a plane flight back from Japan, <laughs> I noticed like 12 different times that the that the train was on the wrong track like 12 times in the movie, including the time when they said it was on the wrong track towards the end and they like crashed into something. It was finally on the right side of the track at that point oh because it, it was on the wrong side so many times. I just was <laughs> laughing at that. Though. I was just like, I, I know I shouldn't be paying attention to this in this movie, but <laughs> sometimes it's on the left track. Sometimes it's on the right track. Sometimes it's on the left track. Can y'all make up your mind and leave it on the left track as it's supposed
1: to be? I wonder be. if they did that on purpose just to see who would catch that. So, so like knowing how this movie's is already zany and, it's, and it already if people, yes. they make it zany in, in editing that just to see
4: was gonna pay attention so they caught you <laughs> they did uh off to you little yeah impressions thoughts i
0: loved it it reminded me of like an action like an actiony wes anderson film because like i feel like he also like drops in random celebrities who do like do random things I'm like why are you in this and like either die quickly or like they run away so i'm like this is giving me like very wacky, zany vibes. But I love stories that have like a self-contained element. Like this was all happening on a singular train. There were like three cars. They kept going back and forth to over and over again. But each time like the story was progressing and changing and it affected like how you viewed the cabin. Um, And I just love that perspective. I love how they gave us time to kind of like, here's this new character that came in, here's their backstory. Cool, they're dead now. Anyway, moving forward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it
3: was like, <laughs> that was so short. That was like two lines. R. R. It's like, line. it's like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> literally, it's like, we just saw this person. Okay, I guess they're done. I mean, that must have been a quick day and set right there. Like it was just it was fast. It was rapid, and I love it. Uh I also love how like you just there are so many recognizable faces from just so many different things. Like you have Brian Tyree Henry. You have I also love that Brian Tyree Henry was paired with Aaron Taylor Johnson. Mm-hmm. Both of them have like full like full three names. Although they were like, like we're together. We're like the long name crew. Tangerine and Lemon was great. Although we, we also got a chance to see Andrew Koji, who was from that HBO show that was like based on the, I warrior. think the, yeah, the, the, like the warrior. You also have Scorpion. Uh, you also have uh, Zazie beat as Domino. You also have homegirl from the boys, Karen. Uh, like they're just, they also have, again, from if we take it all the way back, To what was the show called? Heroes with Masai Oka?
3: And uh, (laughs) (laughs) and Kimiko. Kimiko.
0: was in there. Like they were throwing in so many people. Like this whole thing is like a like, where's Waldo? Like, what had you seen them from as well? Like even Joey Mm. King, uh, even Mm. Michael Shannon, it's like, I've seen y'all in so many other things. It's so wild to see you all in the same space just actively like playing off each other in a very well way right. but at the end of the day i love that brad pitt like you're saying ray was playing this like hey i can't catch a break uh guy yeah. like even at the end when we finally get the ryan reynolds cameo because of course you get a ryan reynolds cameo. where it's like who was the dick the whole time it was ryan Reynolds. <laughs> it's like <laughs> oh no this makes sense now. Of course, it was Ryan Reynolds' fault the whole time. Uh, it was, I loved it. I laughed from, like, start to finish. Uh, I, it was good. It was a fun ride. Forget the critics. This is, I think, an example of, like, critically, yeah, it, it was everywhere. But, like, it was a fun film that was really entertaining. And didn't make you look at the clock like, oh, this is a two-hour film. Like, it. Like, I thought it was really short when it was over. It was just really fun from start to finish. I had a good time. Kat, what do you think?
1: Um, I too am on the same boat where I understand why critics say that because I think if I saw this in theaters, I would probably wouldn't, I don't know, for me, this was more watchable on a streaming app than seeing it in theaters. Like, I don't think I would have liked it as much. I would have been mm-hmm. like, what is going on? And I feel like watching it on Netflix, I don't know, it feels better watches at home on my couch. I felt like I was more relaxed. I was Able to enjoy all the little jokes and stuff that was in the uh, movie, especially like if you've missed something, you just rewind it and be like, "Is that?" Mm-hmm. You know, I've definitely done that a few times. Um, I, it, I think, right? We kind of discussed it. How to me, it gave me like snatch, lock, stock, and two smoking barrels type energy, mm. where it's just random people have like their own objectives, their own missions and they have to try to accomplish it. But because of human error and human uh, fault and it, it just screws everything over and their story ends or their story is blended with another person's story. Um, I like the dialogue for me. I it's all about the dialogue for me. um, Like the minute the minute Brian Brian Tyree Henry was going on about his Thomas the Train thing, I was like, "Okay, I really like this movie because what the hell?" And hey, he took the sticker. You are a Percy. I died. Like
4: <laughs> you it was like it was <gasps> like somebody. was somebody on the staff was, was making fun of someone into like astrological signs or something. And they were just like, I bet I could do this with Thomas the Tank Engine too. (laughs) And they just rolled with it. And it honestly was great dialogue. (laughs) That's
1: the best analogy. Because I felt it was on that level because, you know, there were so many jokes and so many things about, you know, he's a diesel um, and now I'm like I am I might start using that with people especially if I hang out with y'all I'll be like watch out for that person that person's a diesel like don't play with them I don't
4: know time was to take agent <laughs> enough to join you so I'm just gonna nod my head same <laughs> <to be> sure. <laughs> <laughs> bro no idea
1: but yeah I enjoyed it I just love seeing everyone it, it felt like if I had a bingo card it's like who's in this movie oh okay check 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 um, when for me it was bad Buddy because I was like how the hell did they get Bad Bunny in this movie? Like, everyone else was random as hell, but he's not been an actor. <laughs> just like, yeah, because he's been on tour all year, so I was just like, Damn. I mean, Kat, Bad
0: Bunny's been dipping into TV. He was on no Wrestlemania for like a hot minute wrestling people for like, he was, he's doing side quests right now. Bad Bunny's B- having a, B- <laughs> I
1: love Bad Bunny. he had a whole I mean, arc
4: as like a heel. <laughs> thing.
1: Wow, I, I loved him. So I, I, seeing this movie, I loved it. Yeah.
4: I can't wait to see uh, Trevor Noah doing that soon because now that he's done with the <laughs> he's Daily Show time. he's about to start popping up and everything and it's going to be Yo, fantastic
1: he's I got cannot to I wait to see Trevor Noah and more stuff and I actually cannot wait to see uh, what he actually is going to do I wouldn't be surprised if there was another movie like this like if, they, if the writer, director uh, team make another maybe not a sequel but like another movie like this how Guy Ritchie used to do back in the day I would not mm. be
3: surprised if
0: Trevor shows up and I'll be, like, that surprised. <laughs> right. Time will tell. You know, we'll have to wait and see. But, yeah, that's that's Bullet Train. We had a good time with that. You know, definitely, if you haven't seen it, it's... I highly recommend. Uh, it's, it's a fun ride. Watch it with some friends. Have a good time with it. It's 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 honestly super fun. Um, see what
1: else have anything else to add. So, this is most likely... Unless we have another day to film, I don't know. don't oh, no. know. Before sure we it's... leave,
0: I'll say this right now. Okay, before we leave, Holidays. I and Ray can, can back me up. Uh, Dragon Age is uh, fantastic, and we, okay. um, I like Ray and I will. We talked about being a Kunari like battle mage for a hot minute, and like the the, the actual like trees you have to get, and you can just like. The field of battle is just like a play thing at that point. If you're a, if you're a Grenadier Battle Mage, it's fantastic. But we we are waiting for uh the the next thing that's going to come out where we finally get a chance to see what Solus is up to Interventor. But before we do that, Netflix is giving us <laughs> evening almost did it. Um, <laughs> I know. I
3: got a reaction burst.
0: I was like oh, was you that just have energy me? of like ah, was- no. Nope. <laughs>
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was I at like The I was look like, on
0: your face of <laughs> like holding it up, like, mm, not doing it. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Anyway, on Netflix, they are continuing this thing of turning um, really great RPGs, um, video games into mm-hmm. a TV show. And so we have Dragon Age Absolution, yes. which I was like, yo, what's it going to be about? What's the connection? Within the first 10 minutes of this film, they basically say, hey, everything that happened in Dragon Age Inquisition happened in this world. They talk about the Herald of Andraste. They talk about how Cassandra and Liliana were working with the Herald and they like saved the world. Like they fully are saying what you did in the video game is coming true in this TV show. Uh, and they got me. I mean, they they had me when I saw the phil- Lamar was on this for six episodes and they also doubly had me when I saw Matthew Mercer was on it and oh. they sealed the deal with Ashley Birch also being on oh. this like voice actors crew oh, and if that didn't get you enough the Animatum style is beautiful like they're giving you I wouldn't say it's like you know it, it, it isn't as like edgy as Castlevania is like you know kinda, they kind of like like to like blur some some scenes and some arts. This is very much more kind of like, it looks very similar to uh, the Mighty Nine on Amazon Prime. Uh, It's fine. But all in all, I'm having a good time with it. It's really fun. It's a really great look at the lore. And I am wondering if they are attaching so much of the previous game to this show, if when the game comes out we're going to have a a tie-in in the game that also connects us to this TV show this seems to be some kind of like potential tie-in to the next game we're going to get because we're waiting for that soulless adventure to get our revenge on the on the dread wolf and figure out how this is all going to wrap up but mm-hmm. that's my last thing before we go into the break it's only six episodes so 30 minutes of pop and thus far I'm, I'm almost done i've been having a fun ride well yeah it i'm
1: watching it this weekend during my break um i saw a clip on it on twitter it was twitter that actually got me interested and i was blown away and yeah you're right the animation kind of reminds me of a cleaner castlevania which also caught my attention so i definitely want to check that out um i i actually have something i do want to bring to your attention that Mm -hmm. the internets have said that between now and before the year end, there's gonna be a preview or a teaser trailer of the live action Avatar the Last Airbender out. So I would just keep your eyes and ears open for that in the next like couple coming weeks. I, Marlon, why did you say?
4: I don't care
2: <laughs> Hey,
4: hey, give it a chance. Give it a chance. Uh, I know yeah, the I know nice. the uh, I know the creators left. Um, but there was some casting announcements that still had me like let me see what they do with this mm-hmm. like, they, they, these casting announcements sound like they're trying uh, let me give it three episodes at least but mm-hmm. um, I'm a little skeptical on what is about to come out of that also just yeah so, I'm
1: skeptical but you know I'm gonna be all eyes and ears and be like hmm okay. uh,
2: quick question is anyone gonna see The Way of the Water that what it's called? What that was film that
0: film is three oh. hours long I'm Absolutely just asking. not.
2: Are you gonna go? Hey, Josh, I will
0: wait until it comes Josh, out Josh, on man. streaming and watch it then. I and also that watched same. that on streaming as well. <laughs> <laughs> I would tell them if that came out at home, so I take a bathroom break and get some water and maybe smoke some weed. Like, cool. Let me give it, let me try to get interested in this again.
1: <laughs> so basically, we're all in agreement that when it comes out on the streaming app, we'll, we're going to watch it, or are we still avoiding it. Oh. Watch it on streaming. I watch
0: it on streaming. I just, again,
1: I'm sure,
0: I'm sure he put his entire James Cameron body into making this film. I'm not going to say the other word. He called it a a
2: masterpiece, Marlon. He 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 called called it. Masterpiece.
0: This man probably has five more of these masterpieces to put out for the next five (laughs) years apart. Uh, Hey, it's just, it's not, it's not a strategy I would have taken to give them that much, like, the first one came out in two thousand nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, mm-hmm. and also like it just didn't seem like it's a very risky financial choice to like dig so deep in that you need like two billion to come out of this hole yeah. or to break even. That's a that's a that's a risky move. I'm sure he'll make it. I mean he'll it'll go overseas. It'll get this money back. Mm-hmm. But as of now, I I don't have the interest in watching. I I watched the first one, and was bored and i was like oh wow like actually watching this back again this is just a long movie like this could have been if someone could like make a super cut of this film to kind of smash this together that'd be great but it was just a long movie and now that i know it's three hours long for the second one that's that's tough for me,
1: that's I tough just, for me. i'm conflicted because i do want to see just to see what he made what 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 the billions of dollars and in the invented technology he paid and created for just to make this series its all the dreadlocks and that and like <laughs> just to see but at the same time i'm like this story so the first story was fern gully is the second one really gonna be water world like I, i'm just curious of like watching this movie you're gonna be like Oh, this is another '90s movie that he stole from. Like, I'm just—that's where my curiosity lies.
0: Whoa, 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 cat, cat! I'll have you know, James Cameron said he gets all his film ideas from his sleep, from his dreams.
2: Bullshit! Did he dream *FernGully*? <laughs> so he's basically USA
1: Network is being played on TV as he's sleeping. And the movies that are played all night dang, cat, get into the dang. subconscious, and then he wakes up, and it's the news, and he's like, yo, I have an idea for a script. Only I can create the story when, dude, it's from, it's Gully, from the blue cat people.
0: I mean, we're in for it. We'll see how this goes, because again, like, he's writing a full franchise on this bad boy, so we'll see.
1: For the rest of We'll see lives. what it does.
0: You know, we'll see what it, what it brings in. It's, Doing it's a risk that the investors are willing to take on Disney, him. And
1: Disney is behind all this because Disney uh, is pushing for it. It's owned by, Disney owns this now. Um, mm. So, again, I am very curious. I know Gene's Cameron says this is a series, but Disney Comes is Disney. Friday. If it don't make enough money, will Disney step in and be like, you're cut off? Like, I am curious about that, too. Because Disney's like we know what makes money, and it's the one thing you hate, Marvel. So you might get cut off, James Cameron. I am curious about that too.
0: I just hate that whenever you go to the IMDb page for Avatar, they have like Avatar three, four, and five uh, as. Do you want to know more information about these other projects? We'll
1: what see. What other story can you tell?
0: I wish I knew, Kat. I wish.
2: Like, if this was like I a Game I of Thrones thing. The way was, of the fire. Torture. Right. Oh, my God. What if they arguing like that? You, mean, you might be onto something. They're doing all the elements.
3: I forget who was actually saying it. And I become
2: Avatar. Someone so was
1: saying. They're
2: both a lasare bender. bender.
0: Someone well, would say, should. like, if they do that, that's going to be like a clear, <laughs> <laughs> clear, clear sign of their stuff. I was watching
1: Nickelodeon last night and I came up with a story that's totally original with um, elements. And if he finds these things, it unlocks a, an ancient power where he absorbs all of them and he the most powerful thing on earth. What do y'all think? I think we're going to make this and we are make it underwater. All
0: right? We'll see. I mean, they have the cast slotted <laughs> for the next couple films. Same cast? So. Same cast. I mean, they have a couple of new folks and they took some folks off, but I mean, this could also update, but again, it comes out Friday. We'll see what those opening numbers look like. That's probably um, why he's not in anything else.
1: He's like, I, I'm just going to work on those oh. Avatar movies and I'm not going to work on anything else. <laughs> Sam Worthington. <laughs> yeah, Sam yeah I haven't seen him on anything, so he's just making
0: oh, he's this. Sad. He's set. Sad. He, <laughs> he was making some pretty okay, maybe okay films, but I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm locked in for five films. Yeah, we'll see what happens. You know, it comes out Friday. I think his biggest mistake, James Cameron, was telling the internet that he needed $2 billion because the internet absolutely is going to try to not make this happen, which is like the the, worst thing to say.
2: Where's your little checklist? not said shit.
1: You forget, we we internet bully Sonic. Like, don't be telling us you need $2 billion from us because we're going (laughs) to say hell to the no, and you're going to be crying to the Disney crew saying, I don't know what happened. Hey,
2: Bob, look. again. That chair you
1: sat in, I bought. This building that you're sitting in, I bought with my Titanic and the first Avatar. Whatever, dude. It's 2022. Okay.
0: Like, in the end, man. him and David Laurie will have something to connect on and they can blame the people's uh, infatuations with their cell phones and not wanting to see movies in, in theaters anymore and can go right into that whole and wheelhouse. Movies. Exactly. Like, Marco- again, he can he can go down that train of like hitting all those points of like my movie failed and it's this person's fault and it's that fault but it's not my fault.
3: It's these it things
2: I, can't wait. But I yeah, it, We'll see what happens. I Friday. doubt it's gonna make back what it did on its first week. Never. I doubt that. It's not. Hey, it's
4: definitely back. not at the end. It's not going We
2: will see. Wait <laughs> for Friday or Sunday. It comes out. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. Friday, it comes
0: out Friday the sixteenth.
2: Comes out two
1: days before my birthday and I was like this is actually the happy year happy birthday Kat, <laughs> happy birthday, year. Kat. James Cameron right, every year a big sometimes fantasy sci-fi movie comes out and this is actually the first year where I'm like wow not, I don't want to watch this movie this I'm not actually not going to the movies this year <laughs> <laughs> that sucks but Thank here we are
0: <laughs> you know what Cat? Oh, you can watch man. bullet train on Friday <laughs> <laughs> what watch bullet train on Friday that's all you need to do in your life watch some more Tyree Henry talk about trains and people again on Friday bullet train again it's on-
2: re-released
0: <laughs> no I'm saying watch it no, again Yeah, okay, they
2: again like whoa whoa look at
0: it's, yeah they, they, they did the Zack Snyder thing announcing black and white <laughs>
2: I wouldn't oh be God! Surprised. That, we'll see. We'll save the Snyder discussion for when we come back because <laughs> shit's go a whole back. other thing. Well,
0: we'll wait, there is we'll a whole that. but I'll you share wait for, for that. The New that Year's. one's later. That one's later because going to be a much more conversation. One Woman Three is canceled.
1: We'll talk more later. He's hitting a major three.
0: reset. We'll talk about the reset next time in the next future.
1: which is literally like three weeks. But yeah, in the future. Exactly. Um, <laughs> anything else, you guys, before we wrap up 2022? none okay here we go listeners thank you for choosing our show as your show of the day i want to thank y'all for have you know coming together. Well, all the have lovely things we talked about not just for today throughout this whole year um we've
3: report, had an incredible
1: year we'll probably report, have a recap in january because a lot of shit
3: happens um, but don't
1: forget listeners you can a always hit us up on holiday. facebook twitter Instagram and keyforcepodcast.com. With that said, happy holidays from us to you. You know, however you celebrate, however you want to be with your loved ones, hug them, love them, play some video games, we create food. But most of all, keep going from
3: us.
2: This episode of Quest On Media's Geek Force was produced in Richmond, California.